today we I am very blessed and honoured to introduce our guest speaker Angelica Fursler, who is like a breath of fresh air and a beautiful spark of light. She shines the way for us all. I've known her now for several years and watched her blossom and grow. And she is absolutely incredible. And we will send out the interview I did with her because she's just amazing. Through a tragedy in her life, she found her pathway and it has made her fearless. And one of her main fears was of water and she conquered that by training herself to hold her breath and instead of just learning how to swim no she goes down deep so like we the biggest gift i would recommend to anyone is to look within and dive deep because once you dive in when your fear becomes known then everything is okay and this is exactly what she did when she dived down deeply into the water and since then she's been sought after to become an underwater model an international model so not just any model she's now sought after around the world and she continues to breathe her love and light and help people to stand in their consciousness. She's vegan and teaches vegan chefs on super yachts to learn how to cook vegan. And she walks her walk, talks her talk. And she's written many books about sprouting and health. And I'll let her explain about her new book. And also she's made a little film but she can explain her journey far better than me. So without further ado, please welcome our lovely guest speaker, Angelica Fursler. Thank you so much, Beverly, for that introduction. Thank you so much for, for the invitation. And I'm so, first of all, I'm so touched by your meditation. I mean, I think we are done. We don't need to speak about fear. All good. <laughs> right? And it's such a blessing to know you and you have been such a gift in my life. And even Lotus, the short film is also, you know, thanks to you in many ways, like Oliver Ritz from, uh, how do you say in, in English, uh, Hungary? He made the music for it and everything is so divinely in the flow. And thank you everybody for being here. My intention is to really, as you already said, Beverly, dive in deep. And I want this to also be very interactive. So yes, a presentation and yes, I will speak about deep things. I really want to, I really see it as, you know, synchronicity that we are all here together right now. And also invite you to ask, write your questions in the chat or really also openly share like this is really a sacred and protected place and and even starting it with a divine meditation like that Beverly thank you so much <laughs> and so let's all really make the best out of our time together and enjoy it that's the intention <laughs> and um if there is one fear, even before, before jumping into the presentation, if there is something like one fear that you're dealing with in specific, please write it in the chat right away. 
and um, we are getting into a conversation afterwards. I'm going to share my screen now. So the topic of today is face your fear and rise. Who is scared of something? Who has fear in some way or the other? Who doesn't, right? <laughs> and um, today I really want to speak with you about this topic because I think it's, it's fear can be our biggest friend if we actually embrace it and dance with it and become aware of it. And it's really about being conscious of our fears. And when we, and Lotus, for example, my first film that I ever did is about my own transformation. I want to share a little bit about my story also as we move along. Um, that you know, like I've been, water has been my biggest fear, and I managed, I somehow managed to face it, and it became my biggest passion and a completely transformative process. And my intention for today is really that you know, we, we have a transformation for you, whatever that might be. So make sure to write in the chat also, what's one of your biggest fears. It can be different ones as well. So it can be a basic fear and it can be something that's maybe now regarding the world situation or whatever it might be. And our intention is to face our fear and rise. And I'm just seeing, I'm not, ah, yeah, here we go. I want to start off by telling you my story. So I'm from Austria originally. You might hear a certain German accent. <laughs> and I live in the south of France now. And after my studies in international marketing management back then, I went to work on the Riviera Maya in Mexico and lived there for a year in total. And um, I'm very grateful that, you know, I had like my biggest trauma, disease, um, like a vi virus infection and bacterial infection. And it was so bad that basically I had an arrhythmic heart disease. And um, my mom called me and said, Angelica, please just come home. The insurance company uh, called to arrange like my flight to Vienna and they were speaking of heart surgery. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I was like 22 years old. And I felt like in the wrong movie, right? Like everything went so well till then. And yet inside, I felt like, ah, there is so much more within me and so much more I want to do. But I have no idea how to put what's inside of me in the outside world. Like there was that gap, right? Who, who knows what I'm speaking about or who even feels that, you know, inside of you, there's so much more that wants out, so much more potential and all your dreams, right? And I was in that situation. And yet, you know, how our intuition is like coming up and saying like, oh, you know, like try this or do that. And then your fear or your programming is simply keeping you where you are in your safety zone, right? And um, in a comfort zone, because going out and jumping into the cold water is like a risk. And Beverly mentioned it in the beginning. I want to <laughs> um, make that connection right now because I'm also like teaching people how to sprout and grow their own sprouts and microgreens. And it's really like when we look at the seed, right? It's, it's dormant, it's dry, and we can keep it for years or forever in that dry state. And nothing will happen unless we 
like soak it in water or and the same thing with us unless we jump into the water into the cold water so at some point of our life there came an awakening moment something that shaked us a bit and and woke us up and in my case that literally was that that illness that disease that was my biggest my biggest gift at the end of the day and in that moment when i was like lying in hospital i was like shitting into my own pants and at some point i just had nutrition via intravenous and i was like you know what like back then already i was really tuned into symbols and animal animal signs and connecting like the universe it's always we're in constant communication right so i knew that everything would be fine and i also knew that this had to happen to break me open because we can either have the realization right by ourselves, by contemplation by meditation by insights whatever comes and sometimes though we are so locked and closed that we need a little help with it <laughs> a little kick in the ass <laughs> and a little you know all right um a little paradigm shift and often a way to actually for me the way back then was really to have the ground underneath my feet taken away ripped apart to really think like what is going on here right and that's my up yeah so that's basically where everything began for me and um i decided to i came out of the hospital still had like cardiology checkups with experts in cancun and meanwhile went to went down the alternative path energy healing i had electromagnetismo and also like here for example you see a temazcal and really like you know the combination of meditation and then also transitioning to a vegan diet and becoming aware um brought its fruits because after all my treatments and you know a friend told me hey angelica when you drink milk with honey it's not good for your throat and i was like uh it's not possible because like my mom told me my grandma told me you read it everywhere in austria especially like you drink your milk and honey and it's the best and he's like no it's exactly the opposite and i was like it's not possible right so i had that cognitive dissonance and then i was like okay if this is not true what else is not true and ever since i've been on the journey of you know figuring out um the truth and the path and and it's very very profound so here basically then a big shift happened and i still didn't know where to go in in my life like professionally i was like i love you know i did modeling on the side i loved acting i was an artist i wanted to really bring out a message for all of us to live our best lives and be healthy and happy really and sane because i had a really rough childhood and yet i had no idea and i wanted to save the planet and the animals right all those big dreams and i was like i had no idea where to start and it was before even i was like oh, i'm not taking the risk to try something because what if i'm going to fail fear right fear of failure what if uh, people will laugh at me what right which fears do we actually have it's like the fear of being rejected the fear of being by ourselves and also the fear of dying in certain ways right and i was like all right i can't have that fear stop me any longer and i was like i have no clue where to go with my life professionally i knew i didn't want to stay in the like the marketing field where i was working at in mexico 
And I was like, okay, I know one thing. And, and my, a friend of mine uh, told me like she went swimming with whale sharks. And I was like, what are whale sharks, right? And she's like, it's the biggest fish on earth, at least the biggest fish we know on earth, right? And I'm like, holy crap, that's scary. Like, that's great. That's really scary. They become up to, I think, like 13 meters or something like that. And I'm like, where did you go? And ask a bit. And I knew I had to go. I was like, I'm super scared. I'm super, it's my biggest fear of water. So why would I go swimming with the biggest fish on earth, right? But inside, I knew I had to do it. And I was like, all right. I set everything up. I'm like, okay, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready, not ready kind of thing. I was like sweating on the way there. I was like, oh no, can we please turn around? I just wanted to go home. Long story short, I made it. Then we went on the boat and I made it there and we come there and I see like those gigantic fish and they are so gentle and you know, they come up and they open their huge mouth and they eat and they eat mostly like a phytoplankton and some small fish that come into their mouth. And I was like, all right, all right, right. <laughs> Speaking of jumping into the cold water, well, it's not that cold in Mexico, but still I was like, ah. And all right, I jumped in and I dove under and I also arranged a photographer to come with me because I loved art. And, and this was a very historical moment for me. And I'm down there and I'm like, wow. Like being in the moment, right? they were just those gentle giants like flying next to me and I see how they breathed and everything is like in slow motion. Have you ever like had moments like that where you're just in pure awe of life and that biggest fear like that was only in my head and a result of programming of watching too many shark movies most likely that just disappeared and everything there was was like grace and and pure life and pure gratitude for having made that step and that basically made a big shift in in how i perceive the world and i was like i i couldn't get enough i came out and i was like oh like oh, i have to look up like i don't know like water production underwater we could take photos of that underwater modeling i don't know that was back in 2009 there was no real gopro out there yet uh you hardly found underwater photographers not even speaking of underwater like cinematography and i went online and i searched and i looked and long story short also connected with filmmakers then a year after landed um, in an underwater tv show all still very modeling style. Then I came out of that and said, I want to do more environmental things and so forth. But basically the big step was done. What was it? Like having that illusion, that mind, that, that kind of construct that I set up with my mind only and with the support of really not positively programming films and stuff like that, right? And here something happened. I was like, like I said, with the milk, all right, if that is a scam, what else is a scam, right? Or what else is not true the way I learned it or perceived it? And here I was like, all right, there is something there because this was my biggest fear. And now what happened? I love it. Whoever in here, like, I don't know, like just a Disney world or, or some sort of fun park, or just speaking of, of like jumping down a rock, 
Have you ever been like afraid of, oh my goodness, I have to jump down the rock into the water or, oh my goodness, I'm going to do that um, Disneyland uh, attraction thing and it's going to throw me around and I'm scared and you were scared and didn't do it, but then you did it and you were like, oh my God, again, 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 right? Or whatever it might be. And it's that kind of reward that we get when we actually face our fear. And here I want to show you the photo, of course. That's it. That's the huge whale shark. And you know what I told myself? Because obviously a lot of analyzing went into, you know, a lot of mind cinema went into before I actually really took the step. And I was like, you know, like, okay, what's the, I, I don't want to live in that cage of fear anymore because I truly believe that, you know, that we put ourselves in that cage. And our way out is by, again, meditation, reflection, com contemplation, but really taking that step. And I was like, what's the worst thing that could happen if I go into the water? And I wasn't just scared of, of the whale shark or the water. There were also stingrays. And I was like, oh my God, stingrays, they can kill you on that stuff, right? And at the end of the day, I was like, okay, other people are doing it. So why can't I? And I'm going to go with professionals, so I should be safe. And what's the worst thing that could happen? Okay, I could get injured. I just came out of hospital and a nightmare. And like, you know, I didn't know if I would ever make it out or be able to walk again or even survive. And I'm like, the worst thing that can happen is die. But at the end of the day, if I keep myself in that freaking cage all life long, I will never live. So I'd rather risk to die than never truly live. And that was like my, where it clicked and I was like, you know what? I'm just going for it. <laughs> That's it. And uh, from there, basically, you know, a lot of beautiful things, um, many, many beautiful projects around the world. Uh, were born and I found more and more to to my core and I'm showing you this photo now because we spoke already about the seeds right and this photo to me symbolizes a seed that is dry and that is kind of you know um, dormant so to say like so many people out there and like I was before I was like okay I came to this world and maybe I was already as the child right everybody tells you dream big go for your dreams you can do it what do you want to be when you grow up and then boom and when you see the film Lotus, I'm going to send you the details and the password that you can watch it after this session because it's not publicly um, public right now because we are at film festivals and things like that. You will see that process that with Lotus and th these are images of, of my film, I, I try to, you know, symbolize or, or deliver. It's an invitation for us to dive deep within because I believe that inside we also have like a seed, right? I call it seed of the soul. And, and at the end of the day, like we are all seeds and it's up to us in a way if we actually get to live our full potential. And many people out there are never living their full potential. And we know from, there's many books about it that, you know, what do people regret the most when they die? That they never truly lived. Or that they lived the life of somebody else that they did business how one should do it. Or that they had the house, the car, the family, the whatever it is, or the career 
but they didn't go for their crazy dream, for their big dream. And I want you to think about now, what's one dream that is of you that is so big that it scares you? That it's so big that you don't even speak about it because you will you say like everybody else would think I'm crazy or like you know it's a no-go. And really connect with that dream and really connect when I have goosebumps right now and really connect what's in your heart or what you know it's possible because you don't have to know how it's gonna happen, but you have to connect with that dream and with your truth because you are here for a reason. We are all here for a reason. And I believe when we really go within and that's as Beverly really brought it to the point, like going deep within, right? And diving down deep. And that's the invitation of Lotus as well, that when you really say, all right, now I have the courage to face my fears because they won't longer keep me in that cage. And I'm coming to the point facing the fears a little bit later and really taking that step, everything can change. And then you get out of that cage. And this photo really represents, you know, like, and we might be dormant or also other people might be dormant. But when I look back at when I was in my dormant state, you know, yeah, I was happy about certain things and I, I thought everything is going well, but I was basically living out the program and I always felt something isn't right here. Like, I don't know what it is. And that's why I actually went to Mexico. I was like, I could keep on studying now and do my doctors or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be here a few years later and it's going to be the same thing. And there is something else out there and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to go and find it. And, <laughs> and that's what happened. And, and, you know, before I still felt that non-fulfillment, I knew there was more, but I had no clue, as I said before, how to even bring it into the world or what it even was. And I also have to say what really helped me, obviously, and that's, that's, that's why like high vibe food, and we speak about that also a bit later, and sprouting and the healthy food as also Ivy is for you. Um, why this is so important is because it really helps us to stop blocking our body, our energy. And, you know, although if you think of fast food, if you think of like, yeah, anything that's like GMO, all that kind of stuff and chemicals, pesticides, artificial sweeteners, it's kind of... Um, you know, like it's, it's, um, if, if we have like frequency and information, it's like a disinformation and it's kind of bringing us out of sync and disturbing our energy field. And the, the healthier we eat, the more high vibrational foods, I call them, we eat, the more pure and raw we eat and drink, the clearer we are and the more we can access that seed of the soul and the less we can actually numb ourselves with overeating or drinking or all these things like we it's not easy huh? that that has to be said as well like we have to we have to really be honest to ourselves and face our biggest fears so to say and it's a very it can be a very uncomfortable process but it's worth it. And I always say like, it's hard to change, but how hard is it not to change, right? Fear. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> and I will, I say, I say it right away. I will, nature is calling. So at some point I will have to go and use the restroom. I drink, drink a lot of water. 
Um, but first, I want to get to fear. So you can say, okay, there's many versions of that. I just chose, chose this one, excuse the rough language. It's like, okay, fuck everything and run as fast as you can, run away. And then, you know, potentially if we look in our everyday life, because the fears, they are not not like a tiger is chasing you down. The fear is like stress with colleagues, inner stress, traumas that we didn't solve, maybe issues with the partner or time management, right? All of these things are like creating fear in a certain way. And there is like uh, one of my mentors, John Asraf, I don't know if you know him, he wrote like um, Inner Size and he's really into, he's been in the movie The Secret and he basically says there's like an Einstein and a Frankenstein in your brain, left and right prefrontal cortex. And we get to choose how we actually react to any situation. And I would say the main the main homework for all of us to do is to really calm our circuits when we are in a state of fear and then really, you know, tune into our truth. And so the second option is face everything and rise. And that's what I'm inviting you today. And I'm going to, Beverly, I'm going to take a quick break. I really need to use the restroom. <laughs> Nature is calling. I let you take over for a second. I'm back in a, in a minute. It's okay? Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Maybe if everyone needs a little break, we can take a two minute break or <laughs> who knows. It sounds good. And also, if you haven't written your fear in the chat, maybe you can write your fear in the chat. I see there's only a few of us have written it so that we can all keep it interactive and engage. And if it's not a fear, you can write down what your block is. What is blocking you right now? What do you think is stopping you from moving forward? Because some of us um, keep repeating patterns over and over and over. So this is the negative programming, you know, and I think people today, you know, we, we, we do things that our parents and grandparents and ancestors have done. And we don't question, we don't question enough. So we have to get curious and with curiosity comes finding our own pathway. So a lot of us are like sheep and we just follow everybody else. So my advice is, you know, stand in your power, be a true goddess. And in reality, we're only here for that much of time. Is like in the big picture, even if we all live to 100 years or 110 years the way the world's going, you know, it's still only like a drop in the ocean. So think big and dream big and go for your goals. Just do it. Like, like Nike, be like Nike, just do it. So <laughs> the only person that's stopping us is ourselves. So as you okay. said earlier, Angelica, we are the ones who put up our own limitations and We've been so programmed by negative program from our parents, grandparents, ancestors, and God bless them, they just thought they're doing the right thing. And now it's time for us to question and move forward. 
So voila, back to you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And if I learned one thing, we got to go with the flow. <laughs> literally. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Face everything and rise. So here you see a photo of one of the final photos of Lotus of my film as well. And with Lotus, I really went back to Mexico and America. It's where my whole transformation and awakening journey began. And here you can see the, it's a cenote, cenote marav maravilla, it's called, so the marvelous cenote. And it goes down really, really deep. And so when it comes, like one practical thing as well, I want to tell you about um, as we move on as well. It's like making this film was like facing multiple of my fears again. So not the fear of water, but really, you know, like, that being true to ourselves. And I came to the South of France for the Cannes Film Festival in 2011, met my husband and, you know, really got into, I was invited on a lot of yachts and all these kind of things. And I never had food. And I thought those guys, I mean, they should, I mean, they, they are like the best. They should know all of this, but they didn't. And then, you know, I was like, oh, you could do this and that. It went into coaching and all. So things evolved and, you know, I wrote the books and everything amazing. And yet, to be honest, the underwater project, I, I worked with Julie Gauthier, Guillaume Neris, they are friends of mine. So that's all amazing. And still, I, I couldn't really do enough of it. Or I couldn't really, you know, it was within me. And I was like, I want to make a film. But I'm, it was that, again, that it wasn't yet tangible, right? And what can happen when things are a bit further away, we can start to believe like, oh, it will never happen or, oh, I don't have the resources or, oh, I don't write. And we can start to isolate ourselves and then basically get a bit lost in, in, in thoughts or lost in, in a bad mindset or really in, in a certain hopelessness. And for me, I was like really always having like regular, like, not a crisis, but you know, like a volcano and, and every now and then it erupts, right? And I was like, oh, and I want to do more underwater. And I still did, but not at the level that I wanted to. And um, it was in 2018, where then I started to again, do seminars in America and everything again. And in 2019, my intuition, my inner voice was so freaking strong. And I was like, I have to do it now. If I don't do it, it's too late. That was the message. And little did I know that to that, what would happen 2020, right? So what I did is, all right, I was in, in the States anyways for mastermind and a few events. So I was like, hmm, it's like one and a half months apart. Let's go there. And I just stay there all the time, but I go to Mexico. Meanwhile, I will find a cinematographer or somebody to help me like make this film come true. And you know, when you take the decision, even though if you are scared, the beautiful saying goes, right? The whole universe conspires for you to make that dream happen. And it was a big fear of mine. I did not have the budget to do a film like that. It's like 25K that you can calculate, but we all did collaboration. So even we didn't pay ourselves, right? It's just the cost. Um, I didn't even know if I can go down so deep I didn't know, will my ears be able to equalize because I had a little issue with that. And the whole thing, like who's gonna, like, can I 
do I find a safety diver or am I going to find the right location? Like everything was unknown, right? But I knew that one thing, like I want to do it. It's my calling. Like Lotus was nothing else but inspired action. And I also knew I had to overcome many fears to do that. Like one of them, for example, being, and I was like, 100% I'm not gonna dive in water where there are crocodiles 100% like I saw when I when I did the research for you know where we're gonna film and all that stuff I'm like holy cow there's like cenotes with crocodiles in there like are you kidding me like not going to this one what's the first cenote we go to <laughs> crocodiles oh my god you know and and I'm coming to how I overcame that in a moment but at the end of the day, when we really want to create something extraordinary or like our next level or our dreams are on the other side of fear. And there we have the biggest potential of growth. And when we can also realize that when, you know, sometimes it's like we are hitting our head against the wall, right? And we're like, no, no, it doesn't go further or I can't do this or whatever it is. Yeah, it scares me. I'm backing up. When we realize that this, it's a step but we just got to expand our perception and our awareness and we actually find a way to, to step on it. That's the ladder of growth. And then we keep on advancing. And that's, that's like the key takeaway. Like, um, and here, for example, I went down, there are so many photos I could share, but I really invite you to watch the film afterwards because you get the full multi-central experience, so to say. Like I went down, and even the dress, it's a designer from Barcelona who made the whole dress that I met before. You know, everything came together. And yet I didn't know, will I be able to go down deep? And I had four, four, four and a half kilos of weight around my waist. And for one, for one scene, I literally sank down 15 meters like a rock. To, because I was sinking like a rock. So I literally had to sink like a rock. And you know, you, you, when you equalize, you have to put your hands on your nose normally and then equalize. And I couldn't do that. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Plus the water coming into the nose, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, stop. I, and, and that was really, again, tuning in. And I know this is what, what has to happen. And I, I had trust and faith and it also in my ability to figure things out, but I was like, you know what? Stop all that nonsense, all that mind chattering, tune in, be here right now, right? And, and it, everything will come together. And that's what it did in the end. I had no idea, honestly, how I made it happen that I equalized my ears and I really did do the scene like that. And all these kind of things. So when we actually surrender and open up and I, what really helped me because this was the hardest, the hardest, one of the hardest things I've ever done besides producing the whole thing and directing. And then, you know, like people in Mexico really taking advantage of the situation. And it was super hard. Like it, I didn't even get to prepare myself physically because I had to, to do so much in the production and, you know, people charging more and more all the time. Cause they think you come from Europe and you have like a million you can spend. Um, it was really hard and yet it's that focus. And even if you don't know exactly how it looks like, it's again, it's like for me, I knew for years I will do a film like that. And 
somehow you find a way. And I believe it's so important that also along the way that you're not too much focused on it has to be like this, like this, and this. Like be open for the surprises of the universe, how things can come to you, right? And so this was a huge learning experience. And again, another level of transformation because I revisited the transformation that happened 2009, right? The whole, when I woke up basically. And this was another whole level. And now I want to really come to facing your fear. And I love this photo and the next one that I'm going to show you because another one of my fears was to go. And, and I was like, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to go into mangrove forests underwater where you have no idea what's around there. Like no idea. There are crocodiles on top of that not gonna happen and i had my period i'm like no way this is gonna happen <laughs> you know what i mean and um and there was one there was one scene and we like we finished basically we finished already filming and the photo that you see here was of a part of the cenote where actually you can't go officially and it's, it's really, you see right and left, there are like rocks and then there is the mangrove roots going down. They are very, very like sharp. And I was there a few days before when it was raining and I was like, no way I'm going to go down there. And the point I'm, I want to make with you, it's simply amazing. So I'm, I'm holding on to my um, floating stuff and I look down and it's all, but it's me who said, okay, let's do it guys. We have to go there, right? And I'm almost like, I, like I was so scared and I'm like, I can't go down there. You know, when you have a block and you say, it's not possible. It's, I can't go down there. And besides that, you know, holding your breath, cause I can't just come up like that because there are the mangrove roots. So I somehow either have to dive 20 meters or find a way or my safety diver comes or so forth. And it's really dark down there. So you don't know, I don't know, snakes, fish, whatever animals long story short i looked down and i was like i have to go you're right and I, it's really i felt like the fear sitting on my shoulders you know how everything contracts and i'm like all right i gotta breathe and what i told myself and what, what i want to share with you because i think it's really gonna help you next time when you are in a situation like that where you are not where you're diving with crocodiles but where you are in a fearful situation is all right you speak with your fear, your fear is your friend. And I, it was literally sitting on my shoulders and I'm like, okay, the same thing I had when I was diving through a cave without a mask and all this stuff was another fear. And that fear sits on my shoulder and I'm like acknowledging that fear. And I'm like, all right, I know you're here right now. And I thank you so much because it's thanks to fear that we are still alive as a species as well, because fear is doing nothing else than protecting us, right? And I'm like, thank you so much for being here. And um, I know you're scared of that. And I mean, it's, it's understandable. And at the same time, I know we are safe and you know, I know we have to do it. So we're just gonna do it together. And it's almost like I took the fear by the hand and I was like, all right, three, two, one, off we go, deep breath. And I was diving down <laughs> and then I'm down there. And I couldn't believe my eyes because like here now you see it's dark, right? I was diving down and when I was down there, I was like, okay, here's the rock. 
and here's the rock and you see that you're going to see it on the next photo what was so mesmerizing was that when i actually dove down it wasn't dark anymore it was turquoise blue water and the sun illuminated all the way down and i was like whoa such a takeaway for our life right like we are scared of what's in our subconscious mind 95% is down there, 5% is the conscious mind. And all our traumas, fears, everything is buried down there. And at the end of the day, if we truly want enlightenment, how do we get that? It's not by being on the surface and speaking love and light to everybody. That's great. We also need to dive down deep and face those fears and really go deep within and that's how we can transform and transcend and move to the next level what held us back and i want to show you this photo because it's one of my favorite photos like you see how like could you imagine when you look down how dark that is and it even went down like deeper and darker and this was where i really like you know i put one arm on the right one like the other one to the other side i was like whoa and you know holding my breath i was down there for like i think three minutes here and i can't this is such a for me this photo is so powerful because it's like facing your fear and owning it and when i was in there right it's there was no fear because i was here and now and let's also be here now ladies right when we are really facing the fear when we are not running away when we are really opening it up at the end of the day what the fear also wants is to be recognized and all our traumas or any negative emotions whatever it might be they just want to be seen and then it's not going to be a big deal right but when we always push it down push it down no you like shut up shut up no i don't want to see you i don't want to acknowledge you it will become bigger or almost like you know or like a a child that we don't want to listen to right it's going to find its way to annoy us to get attention and that's such a big takeaway like this photo is simply like facing even at making lotus film my biggest fears all combined the crocodile was just like 30 meters further sitting at the rock when we were filming and and this is what i invite us all to apply in our daily life simply say you know what what's the worst thing that can happen anyways and i want to i also want to sh to share or or just put one one question into the room what if you're not scared of death anymore how would you live your life because at the end of the day that's one of our biggest fear or even being rejected and then consequently dying because in the past you know when you were like a castaway from the tribe then either you know you found a way or you died so what would happen if your fears would no longer hold you back if you say all right fear come on i take you by the hand and we dance through it and we simply go for it we don't know if it's going to be successful but we don't care it's not about being successful it's about living our truth and you know it's about mastering that inner game and when we master that inner game we move forward and then there won't be a, mis a fear of making a mistake because or a failure is nothing else but feedback so we can dance with it and you know i think we are all nowadays so even like where you know you go on social media and everybody puts up their perfect profile and it's like 
what if we're not scared anymore of losing our face? What do we have to lose generally, right? And really liberating ourselves. This is what this is all about. And here you see the first vision that I had of Lotus when I was like, you know what? Imagine a cenote and the jungle all around. And this is like the end result, right? Like we dove down, we were the seed and we sank down to the floor. And down there, it was dark. It wasn't easy. We hit rock bottom. And also when in our life, we hit rock bottom, rock bottom what if we see it as opportunity to grow roots even stronger that we can rise higher, right? And it has been, for me, it really took a while until, you know, like when you're really down and you're having a bad time and you think the whole world is like, you know, you nothing is working out or whatever it might be. And when you really have those time where you hit rock bottom, I, I love rock bottom by now because fortunately I, I always remember, hold on, I know this is so hard. This is so painful right now. But I also know, you know, okay, we might be in winter right now. As they always say, winter is coming. But what I can assure you is spring is coming and summer is coming and we're going to harvest, right? But now it's time to focus on my roots. And when we look into nature, what is nature doing also in winter? Like, and also when we go into wild herbs and all these things, winter is root time. And so when we can use the season of winter, when we are going through it in life to actually ground, to really build our foundation, you know, then we can enjoy the phase afterwards much more. So it's all there. There is no just sunshine, right? We need the clouds. We need the rain and all of this. And this is what, what, yeah, it's all about. And then like the lotus seed, right? It's, it needs the mud. It needs the mud to become the lotus flower. So what mud are you going through right now that will actually help you become blossom in your life? And when we can see it like that, you know, I often say like, shit is the best fertilizer. It truly is. How can you use the shit you're going through right now? or that you are experiencing every now and then, or what? Or how can we also use the shit, excuse my language, <laughs> how can we use the shit that we are going through globally right now to grow on every level? And how can that be of benefit? Obviously we know lots of negativity around, how can we yet still use it and use that crisis as a chance? I think that's really, really powerful because everything happens for a reason. And here I want to share like, really one of my favorite art installations and photos ever. It's in Sedona. And I saw it in 2018, actually, when I went there again, because I lived for a while in Sedona as well in 2009 and 2010. And this says it all. It's like, yeah, we have that cage, right? And that cage of fear and programming and you name it, the matrix, whatever. And it's, and we can get out of that. We just need to go step by step and, and open up to new possibilities and yeah, dive down deep within. And yeah, that's really, that's the key to freedom. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the key. And I, I really didn't want to put more photos or anything. I really wanted to keep it short and have a few photos on there. And you see that massive egg I'm sitting on here, for example. It wasn't easy to get up there, but boy, was it worth, you know what I mean? 
And what I wish for all of us is that we simply have the courage to dive deep within, to face our demons, the demons that we ran away all our life and acknowledge that, okay, everything they want is to be seen and to be loved. And when we can love our demons, then I mean, done deal. You know what I mean? Then it's, then we are on our way and it's a growth process. We won't get there from, you know, um, today till tomorrow. There's one thing I invite you to, and it's very interesting because Beverly, are you already doing the ice bath with Wim Hof? <laughs> I'm planning to this yeah. month. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Do it. And you know, yeah. yesterday and like I actually had a chemical intoxication after one of my biggest events. Uh, and I was just so the whole February for me, the first two weeks I was like out. Right. And now I'm getting back to it. And I didn't go swimming in the sea while I was out because I was literally recovering. And I went to, to go swimming again, like the last week or so. And honestly, it was so, and I had a really bad jellyfish encounter in summer. I still have those scars here, but thanks to essential oil, this is nothing anymore of what it was. So there's still fear there, you know what I mean? And yesterday I went in the water and I'm like, oh, this is so cold and the days before. And then I'm like, oh, checking out where's the jellyfish, right? Or just making sure I'm safe. And yet inside I knew I have to go. And then I just go. So anybody who is like living in the South of France, did you go swimming yet? <laughs> if, or if there's anything that you can do where you say, okay, I'm scared of that or I'm fearful when it comes to going for a swim or the cold water or calling a friend or whatever it might be, I invite you, and that's a little challenge for all of us, to simply do it or take one step towards it and um, let's then exchange afterwards what happened. And because I, I truly believe, you know, it's those little steps also and the, those little success um, experiences where we're like, all right, I can do it. I get momentum. Those are so important. And that we simply, we don't have to jump straight into the Grand Canyon, right? We just go step by step. We first put the toe and then, you know, the whole foot and so on. So that's a little invitation for me and make, make sure or feel free to let us know how it all went. <laughs> Angelica, thank you so much. We could sit and probably talk all day. Um, I know some of the ladies have already had to leave as um, some of us do as well. And we just thank you so, so much for being here today.